Yo, what's up? My name's Andrew Miel from Sexual Quantum Leap, and I'm here with the one and only Ollie. Ollie is a phenomenal human being. So he came on the retreat, the SQL retreat, for what was it about a year ago now. He came to Portugal. He was the co-facilitator, but he was also participating. So it was a really interesting role that he had on the retreat. And we just want to break down like all the experiences that he had at the retreat why he came on the retreat. Obviously, I invited him to this, but then also just the man who he is because he also facilitates men's work, deep emotional work with men and also a myriad of different other things. And it's just an absolute pleasure and an honor to be able to have this conversation with you today, brother. Likewise, Andrew. It's been a year. It's been a year, hasn't it? It has been a year. It has. So, when you when you said that, I, I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. That's why when I had these chats with these guys um the other day, they're like, it's been what a year or like some guys we talked to were like a two years ago and they go, Yeah, it really was that long ago. So here we are. Ollie, can you give us a little bit of a background just just about who you are and like your story? Damn. All right. Let's go there. Let's go there. Uh yeah, so so yeah, name's Oliver. I run a well, like a personal brand YouTube channel. And as part of that, I do like coaching and stuff, mainly work with men, 95% of my clients are men. Do some sort of freelance writing and stuff on the side. So just all this classic solopreneur stuff, really interested in personal development, uh, psychology, inner work. The place was really interesting. I was talking to a friend about this the other day, a friend who's a, a dating coach, who followed the, the, the classic track, which seems to be read the game, yeah. applied the game, Became a dating coach, going to clubs, uh, and then uh, taught other guys the principles of the game. But then eventually became a relationship coach because he realized, this is my friend, eventually realized that he didn't want to just sleep around anymore. He wanted something more substantial. That's the track. And I've met like three or four guys that kind of followed that same track. Yeah. But I was talking the other day about how I didn't actually come from that realm at all. Like I help guys with confidence and and their, their emotional stuff. Um, to improve their relationships and stuff like that. But I actually only read the game like two two years ago. Um, so what I'm actually, the, the place that I came from it, like in, it came into this work with is basically had a very, very difficult upbringing, um, very challenging emotional experiences, a lot of trauma to work through. And that kind of stuff like pulled me into the deep inner work, actually dragged me into the deep inner work. I had no choice. So... It, yeah, it made me kind of realize that it's like I, I keep seeing guys kind of, they start with pain. I want to get laid or I want to have better relationships. So they, they, they go, they work at that problem, but then that kind of leads them to the inner work later. Mm-hmm. Whereas I was dragged into the inner work very early. And I saw that from doing the inner work, the outer stuff changed. Yeah, And that's what made me very more, a lot more interested in the psychology and the, the emotional aspects of things and the inner work. Yeah, because that's that was my experience. So that's how I came into this. I studied Buddhism. I was I was into Zen Buddhism for a few years. Yeah, um, and just became like a I don't know, like this kind of. I tried to become like a guru, mainly to get laid. <laughs> it's quite, quite funny. <laughs> did it work? Uh, but <laughs> it did actually work. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Like, the yeah, soul. it didn't actually work, like, like a spiritual <laughs> fuckboy persona for a bit. Um, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of come full circle and that's that's what I do now is mainly help guys that feel 
lost in their lives. They feel like they lack a sense of purpose. They feel like they've got social anxiety. They're not living an authentic life. Then that's kind of the work I do now. Then, then how do we get here? Because it kind of ties into the work that you're doing. So this is this is a hilarious story. How Ollie and I actually met, and then we're gonna like segue to how we met, and then moving towards the retreat. It's like it's actually a pretty wild, wild story. I mean, it's pretty crazy, man. Because I, uh, when I was looking all over Facebook, I was in a lot of these men's groups. One interview, like podcast video, got shared in the, one of these groups I was a part of, and it was you. Um, being interviewed by a guy i can't actually remember his name now because we've talked about this trying to figure out who it was yeah. can't remember his name but i remember just seeing like who is this jesus looking motherfucker talking about sex and then straight because straight away as soon as i saw you i was kind of like okay well this guy's talking about sex i just thought you just yet another one of these sex coaches that's actually using his sex sex coach um title to just get laid that because yeah. i saw a lot of them so i was like oh is this just another one of those but then within like Within like two minutes of listening to your talk, I was like, oh, hang on, this guy, okay, this guy kind of seems like he knows what he's talking about. But the more I kept listening, the more I was like, take, I started taking notes. I got my book out and started writing stuff down. I was like, actually, fuck it up, this, this guy's legit. <laughs> so I was like, shit, okay, this guy's the real deal. Um, so since then, I kind of added you on Facebook and I followed your Instagram stuff and your YouTube. And I was like, okay, cool. So when it comes to the sexual stuff, this guy, this guy, like, because it's, it's easy for me to compartmentalize different teachers for different purposes because there's just too many people to listen to. Oh. So for me, I was like, for, for, for sex advice, this is the guy. Okay, Whenever I feel like I need a bit of a like a bit of a refresher or learn a few more things, I'm just going to go to this guy, tune out the rest, and just this is the guy to talk to. You, you still send me messages to this day going, hey, mate, I'm watching this course with this woman, or you send me a photo. It was, it was hilarious. Yeah, it was, it was dead funny, man. Yeah, so so I've got uh, I've got women watching the course with me. <laughs> so, it's, so it's like we're edu- we're both being educated <laughs> from it. I, I love when men actually um, do that. They send me photos of themselves. I'm like, I'm watching this with my partner, or we're going to try this out tonight. So yeah, <laughs> good stuff, bro. Yeah, so that's what we've done a few times. But but yeah, then at some point I kind of reached out to you on Facebook. Yeah. Didn't you meet me through then, someone uh, else? Did you reach out to me first, or you met me through someone else, or how did that go down? Someone came to your men's group, didn't they? Yeah, that's the crazy thing, man. It's like I'd, I'd sort of been friends with you on well, Facebook and saw your content and stuff. And I started running men's groups in Lisbon. Yeah. And th- and then, um, and then yeah, so I, we were meeting for a coffee after this play fighting workshop I ran. And then we're all just sort of chatting away. And then I say, oh, so I, I want to, at some point I'm going to, I think I'm going to contact this dude who's like a, an amazing sex coach. So I'd love to bring him into like a men's group and get him involved in some way. Yeah. And then uh, this guy in the group was like, are you talking about Andrew Miok? And I'm like, yeah. It's like, oh, man. Yeah, I've got his number, I think. I think we'll be able to get, like, get, in contact, get you in contact with him. I was like, fuck off, really? <laughs> Same guy. And he let you show you on Facebook. And I was like, yeah, that's the dude. That's the guy. Uh, so he's like, yeah, I, I watch his content too. It's really cool. So that's how he, uh, yeah, so he gave, like, created a group on Telegram or whatever it was. And we chatted away. Yeah, and then that's how we uh, that's how we connected. Yeah, so we put us. It wasn't on, like, what, yeah, what, yeah, it wasn't on Facebook. Was he put us on a group and it's like, hey, you guys should connect, yeah, because I know you're doing men's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah, I forgot. I'd actually forgotten the specifics, but that's exactly what happened. Yeah, it was on like, Telegram or a WhatsApp group. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. 
<laughs> how small the world is. That's just such a serendipitous thing, man. Yeah. Yeah, and with, with the retreat and stuff, it's very clear that it's kind of bizarre to think. I just, I kind of put that intention out there. Eventually, yeah, it ended up happening. So it's bizarre. Yeah. That was just like, that was the crazy part because I'm like, we got in contact through this guy, a mutual friend we knew, and then we end up chatting. And then I was asked, like, what are you doing? He's telling me the men's stuff he's doing. Then I don't know how it happened. I'm like, I want to run a retreat in Portugal or I already had one in Portugal or somewhere in Europe was going to do it. I'm like, do you want to help out at this event? You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. You were already planning on coming to Europe for yeah. a retreat. And then we're just like, hey, um, why not Portugal? Yeah. <laughs> you were like, all right. Yeah, because Ollie lives in <laughs> Portugal. That's why it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the part of the that's the part that's important. I, I live in Portugal, so so I was like, Yeah, man, just come to come to Portugal to help out with the retreat. Yeah. So um so that's how that happened. I basically got Ollie. I'm like, yo, date and we went for it. Yeah, I'm like, I go, I got these guys. We had about 12 guys on that retreat. I'm like, I want you to be the co-facilitator, but I'm also going to teach you a fuck ton. Are you down? And you're like, yeah, dude, let's <laughs> let's do this. And there's a lot of preparation. I appreciate very much how much you helped out through that retreat. But I'd also like to cover it from your perspective of like what you learned. We can dive into that, not just so much about the logistics. And like, can you break down a little bit like what was it like? Because you weren't crap. You were actually pretty good with your sexuality beforehand. But what was it like beforehand you actually came to the retreat and was looking into my stuff? Yeah, so um, so I, I was watching your stuff for a while. Yeah, I'd not like um, I've not bought the course or anything yet, but I was looking at YouTube content, and the one thing that the things that were really resonating with me is this because um, there, there's so much I've learned. It's kind of hard to hard to quantify it, put it into into order of importance and stuff. But like, I think the main, one of the main takeaways I got from you, actually from the first interview I saw, was this kind of like mindset, this kind of like healthy masculine dominant mindset. And that was something for me that I was extremely lacking at that point. Like I remember, actually I'll be specific. Uh, there was a point in that interview, the first interview where you said about uh, where you were on a date with a woman and you basically, um, invited her to go and take her panties off and come back and bring them to you. And for me, in my head, I, at the t when I watched that, I was like, I can't possibly imagine ever having the confidence to say that to a woman. Today. Like, take your panties, yeah, leave your panties in your purse at home or like take your yeah, panties off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was that. And I just thought, there's no fucking way in hell I could ever do that. At the time, that's what I thought. Yeah. So for me, the most, the stuff that I was resonating with the most was, was like, because the, the techniques are techniques and they're cool. But for me, it's like what resonated with me and my sort of my inner work way of viewing things was what are the deeper identity level mm. and belief level things that you have, you embody to be like a, like to be a great lover, to be great and better. Stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, what I liked is that your content was jam packed for all that stuff. And yeah, I mean, leading up to the retreat, the conversations that we'd had, it made me think, Actually, it made me suspect that this retreat was going to actually be mostly about that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, what, like, were, you, what were your be... expectations? Even though, like, everyone says no expectations, but what was it for, like, because you saw some stuff online, and back then I've changed a lot. Like, back then I was a skinny, hippie, long hair. I'm like, yo, what up? Now it's like my vibe's <laughs> completely <laughs> changed and different. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mate, to, this retreat, <clears throat> honestly, I didn't, uh, I know you say no expectations, but it really was not. Like, I didn't know what to expect. Like, yeah. I was there interviewing models to invite them to the retreat, and I had no fucking clue what to tell them. Like, they were like, <laughs> what am I going to be doing? <clears throat> and I'm like, uh, I don't know. But one thing I do know is that you won't be naked. You will be in clothes, you will be fully clothed, and there'll be no funny business. That's what I know for sure. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I was like, darling, I ain't got a clue what's going on. I don't have a clue what to expect either. I just know that I'm co-facilitating some retreat. And I ain't got a fucking clue what's going on yet. So I'm just diving in head first, yeah, going in the, blind. The reason I wanted that to happen is like, so you could have the mystery as well. Like Ollie did amazing, like doing all the logistics and so much of that. I'm like, But I want him to have the experience of SQL as well. And that's where I want to like break that down for the experience because I love what you said, like coming from like more of that nice guy. We've discussed this part, nice guy persona, and then like that that talk where you're saying like, like the panties, like telling a woman to take off her panties at the dinner table. It's like, yeah, it's like it's like one of our things that we like really harp on SQL. It's like that dominance and like that tonality and like your body language, like take off your fucking panties and doing it in a way where she respects and she just feels that from you. So, yeah, like. <laughs> I can imagine like when you're organizing a lot of shit, what's actually going down? Well, I kind of know, but I don't know at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I was going in blind. Like and now uh, if we were to do one again, I'd be able to say to a model, okay, this is the kind of stuff that we get end up doing. That time I was just like, just, just trust me. You'll be safe. You'll be okay. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. What did you What did you want to get out of it? That was the thing. If you go, go, I know it's a while ago, but do you remember what you just got? I want to learn more about the deeper stuff. And what What did that mean to you exactly? So, I think one of the things that I wanted to experience was being around that kind of energy, mm. like because again, I, I realized that I learned the most not from necessarily being told, but from being around it observing it and absorbing it you know so being around just being around the man who embodies that energy being around people at the retreat that have maybe been to other retreats who embody that energy a lot more than than i do like just by osmosis kind of just absorb it that's kind of what i wanted to do just to be around it yeah um and and yeah that that was my, my takeaway it wasn't so much the techniques i was interested in it was more just like okay what do these men embody like and let's like is there anything i can learn on like a deeper subconscious level of how to embody certain yeah, traits no. characteristics you know that kind of thing yeah and if you're watching this we we actually if you're watching this and you just want to like learn more <laughs> about just techniques alone like the retreat or our group program dominance is just not for you because this there's two parts to this if you want to learn all about the techniques literally we've got so much free stuff on youtube or you can get it for less than like three four five hundred dollars whatever it is it's just like you get all the techniques you'll ever need to be the best she's ever had inside the bedroom. And that's the promise for that. But then what Ollie's talking about now, it's like, cool, you get to a point where women consistently say you're amazing in bed and you're like, okay, but what's next? And the retreat is really for men who want to step the fuck up big time and become that powerful masculine leader inside and outside the bedroom. So this is the difference between the two. Not, one's not right or wrong. You might be starting on your journey wanting to learn about sexuality and you may be nervous. Go learn all the techniques. They're all there. You don't need to spend like over $10,000 to come on the retreat. You can actually just learn all this stuff about the techniques for less than $500 or just for free on YouTube. That's all there. And then when you're like, hey, I want to step into that powerful man that I was born to be, this is the next step. So what was it like? Yeah. 
Oh yeah. So you want to say something on that? Or yeah, one hundred percent. Because like for me, that's what I realised is that, especially since the retreat and applying a lot more of the stuff that you've taught, is like the techniques are the cherry yeah. on top. But I've made the mistake because obviously we all make mistakes on this journey, right? Of of going technique focused completely being disconnected from my body and, mas- and being centered in my masculine energy and stuff just being all about techniques and it's almost like she's like she can kind of sense what's going on it's like okay this guy's just trying to he's doing it for himself for his own gratification yeah it's like oh he wants to make me come so he can feel good about himself because he's yeah. like so obsessed with techniques it's like that's why i say the techniques you, you teach you're kind of the, the cherry yeah but the other stuff the deeper stuff is just that's that's the cake yeah that's, that's the that's the real deal. Let's dive into that, man. Like, what was the retreat like from your exper- um, experience? Like, just getting there, the venue was stunning, like, the guys, and then let's dive into the exercises. You can dive into the exercises yeah, that stood out for you. Yeah, well... <laughs> Where do we begin? <laughs> well, there you go. Hey, man, I was going to say, FYI, <laughs> I've said this on so many other interviews, it's like, please, this is, will be the most intense five days of your fucking life. We talk about blood, sweat, and tears, and people are like, oh, it's a marketing hub. I'm like, no, like we are taking you to the depths of places you have never been before. Mate, it was like, yeah, it's almost like my life, in some ways my life could be divided into before the retreat and after the retreat because there's some exercises that were just fucking crazy. Like, for example, it's one of the first, one of the best exercises you had me uh, participate in. And I was just like, fuck it. Like that whole mentality of this retreat for me was just like, fuck it. Whatever Andrew says, just do this, do this. I'm like, fuck it, whatever. I'm just a sponge at this point. Let's just go. So there was the uh, perfect partner exercise where it's basically like an embodied visualization where you two mattresses and you're basically making love to your perfect partner with your eyes closed, imagining her and stuff, but embodying it, actually doing it. Now... (laughs) Actually, fucking threw me in at the deep end because it was like, right, so we're going to demonstrate to the entire room what this exercise is. Bear in mind, I'd never done the exercise before, <laughs> but Andrew was like, fuck it, Ollie, follow my lead. So we both did the perfect partner exercise in like a room full of people. And I was just, I was just embodying it. And I was like, what the fuck? But yeah, threw, threw myself into it. And it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was scary, but also the other exercise I need to highlight, which was a big deal, which if you don't mind, I'd like to bring into my own retreat because it was so fucking powerful, mm. um, is the part of the morning practice yeah. where we're getting into our savage yeah. and our softness, but the savage part really stuck out to me where you basically had a bunch of guys like in the animalistic primal nature sort of crawling around like apes screaming at each other and shit. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Yeah, because it was just there was something so cathartic about it. Yeah, a hundred percent. When you see men drop into the deepest softness, savagery, and silliness, that is just dropping into the embodiment. That's like the SQL method, and seeing seeing you get into that as well. Because I know you're a, you're an MMA fighter. Like you had, a, I think you had two or three cage fights. It's like, you're, you're a fucking killer. But then like being able to tap into that rawness inside and outside the bedroom, you're very good at doing it outside the bedroom, but then like inside the bedroom, like giving you that full permission. What was it like to like cathartic, but like, have you seen like the difference with the way you've been interacting with other women or just like, how has it been just for yourself personally? So, 
the yeah so the thing is with me is always i've done mma fighting and stuff but i didn't really know how i could consciously tap into the savage in a context that didn't like drag it out of me. Mm. so it's like i was putting myself in cage fights because that environment was like look you will get knocked the fuck out if you don't embody that energy so it forced me into it mm. but i didn't really know how to access it in other areas of my life like i was just nice guy ollie yeah. but then i'd shift into the cage and be like a demon but there's no middle ground so tapping into the the savage but also the softness on the retreat because you also ran a bunch of exercises amazing where you go full savage but then you challenge a man to be like softness like switch mm. go and being able to go from being like sweating and fucking growling to being like in your softness of presence with a woman it's like that is hard to do yeah um but after practicing that i think on the retreat since then one of the things that i've really experienced is a complete release of shame yeah for that savage because yeah. the softness as, as like nice guy ollie previously to the retreat the yeah. softness was easy like <laughs> in the bedroom and stuff no problem i could be soft empathic communicative you know all that stuff but that savage i associated as being dangerous yeah uh, and des- undesirable i thought that if I, if you and your savage women aren't into that they feel overwhelmed so I, I just put it in that box. It's like, that's bad. It's just bad to do. Mm. But since the retreat and since having the feedback from Isabel as well, like, cause we talked about this is like, actually, holy shit, let's experiment with this after the retreat and see what women, how women actually respond to yeah. that kind of energy. And the results were just nuts. It's like, wait. So if you're, like you bring the savage out, but you don't, you balance it with the softness, the softness helps her feel safe. It seems. But the savage t- really turns her on. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, whoa. Whereas I was full softness and the sex was okay, but like it wasn't that deep primal kind of like sex that's just like, whoa, mind. Yeah. But then by balancing that out, it was like nuts. But like I, as I say, released all that shame from wanting what I want. Yeah. And desiring what I desire. And in the bedroom after the retreat, I'd experienced quite a lot since then of like, actually communicating strong like strongly what i want but not in a way that's like a dictatorship or saying like this will happen or else it's more like it like a powerful invitation yeah it's beautiful yeah like inviting her like this is what i'd like to happen yeah you're leading Um, you're being you're being dominant you're just taking you're taking control of the situation but you're not being controlling 100 percent. yeah 100 percent yeah. Um, so since then, that's what I've experienced and I've practiced a lot, and it's it's almost just become a part of a part of me. Yeah, I guess it was always a part of me, but I'd, I'd never actually integrated it. Yeah, that's one of them. One thing I will say, and I don't know if you want to chop you want to chop this out or anything, but like <laughs> maybe not. But um, but yeah, I went to uh, I went to Morocco, and I was kind of embodying the healthy kind of. Not necessarily the savage, but I'd integrated it by that point. Yeah. And now in Morocco, uh, there's a, a traditional society where women are f- like, they embody feminine energy, like really polarizing, and men are more like traditional masculine. So I noticed that in Morocco, I was getting a lot of attention. Mm. And I had a wonderful experience with a Moroccan woman. And I did, I actually did the exact same thing that you, you, um, you sort of taught on the retreat, where you were teaching positions. You did this like workshop on positions, yeah. where you actually pick a woman up onto your shot and the legs are over your shoulders. So I actually, I actually was like feeling super primal, super savage. And I just did that, just picked her up. And, uh, 
like the look on her face was was just a complete crazy mixture of like extremely turned on, <laughs> confused as to how like oh my god I'm actually on this guy's shoulders like, <laughs> and blown away. And after after afterwards she was kind of like no man has ever done that before, and I'm convinced no man ever no other man ever will. That's just what the hell was that? And I was just thinking that's Andrew. <laughs> and how was the intimate experience with that woman after it? I'm, <laughs> I'm sure it. Um... It was it was memorable. <laughs> I'll, I'll downplay it and just say memorable. That's great. But yeah, it's something I'd never would have experienced in the same way before. Yeah, that's incredible, and that's so true. And it's just the savage of like letting that out, but also like it's about the boundaries you set and the tolerances and what you will actually stand for. And she can just feel that like, oh, well, a man who can stand up for himself, he has a backbone and he cares for himself to say, cares enough for himself to say no. Yes. There's another thing you taught, which really surprised me when you, when you taught it. But it really makes sense. You, you told a, a story of um, time when you went on a you were on a date with. I can't remember where she was from necessarily, but she was like a proper intense woman. Like yeah. she was inter- interested in like motorcycling or, or like whatever that is. Like she, you mentioned that she had a very strong sort of presence. Yeah. And what and she what did she do? She shoved you or something like randomly out of the blue. She just fucking shoved you. And then you asked all the men in the room, "What what what would you do? What is the thing to do here? What 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 would you need to do?" Yeah. And my n- nice guy kicked it. Of like, oh, just laugh it off. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Which, which, yeah. Is like, which is like a strategy that I would have used in the past. Of like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, just to avoid any confrontation, any intensity, just sort of laugh it off and hope they shouldn't do it again. But then you were like, no, nah, fucking shoved it right back. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, what? No way, surely. Yeah. But then you just like, just fucking shove her right back, you know? And I was like, whoa. But then um, you mentioned how the experience was after that, how she kind of got this desire in her eyes and like, whoa, this guy kind of meets me there. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was that was really powerful. It's all contextual as well. Like her intensity was so strong and she wanted to know that like, hey, I'm not just going to back down and she wants to know that I'm going to match her energy. And it's a, it's a long story. So if you do come to the retreat, I won't spoil too much of that. So when, when we do the, do do the exercise, you <laughs> will still be guessing about how you should respond. But basically, you don't want to be limp-wristed and just go, oh, that's okay. So it's a little clue for you. How? Yeah. How was it doing the exercises with the women at the retreat? Because that makes all the difference. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, well, personally, I don't know. It couldn't really be done without, 100%. as far as I can tell. Yeah. It's like, there's no way that could be done in the same way without, yeah. with the, the models. Like, But I think one of the things that really helped is that I could witness the actual effect of, of some of this stuff on the women mm. and they weren't acting, you know, and it's like, it, cause let's say we didn't have the models. Then we're yeah. just a bunch of guys in a room talking about what women are into. Right. <laughs> and I know that there's lots of communities online that just feel like that. Just a bunch of guys like, Hey, women are in there. This is what they like. Have you tried this? And it's like something in me just doesn't vibe with that. Yeah. But there's something really powerful about having two women in the room who like, it wasn't necessarily about what they said, like that's good or that's bad. It's like with actual the exercise, with actually doing the exercises, you could see 
how she'd either how one of the models would either open up physically or like certain things where she kind of feel a little bit like mm, you know and you can kind of just see like just from observing what yeah. works what doesn't you basically see the effect of, of what you teach in action was there anything that really stood out for you um a particular exercise when you're doing exercises with the women yeah yeah so um yeah the one exercise that was really powerful was basically switching from savage to soft I don't know how much of your exercises I want to, you want me to give away go, in the go video for, or not. Go for it. And all the impact for you and see how it's impacted your life as well now. So that's really cool just to know that. Because this is also great to talk to Ollie. This is also over a year ago. And Ollie and I don't speak too much anymore, but we're still super close. But at the same time, it's like how much he still remembers. Like it feels like it was yesterday in a way. Well, it didn't feel like a year ago, mate. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so... So yeah, it was uh, yeah, it's crazy. But um, yeah, I know. I guess the best exercise I could say to like this this affected me. Actually, yeah. To be honest with you, it's the um, it's the chaos walk. Yeah. Where basically the woman she's stood, and you just make eye contact with her, and you walk slowly towards her, maintaining presence and being grounded in yourself. Also, while other guys, the men are trying to put you off. Yeah. Um, and there's something about that where since then I can kind of tell whether I'm present with her or not from that chaos walk. Because yeah. on that chaos walk, I could, I, could, I could tell when I was, when I dropped into presence with her. Yeah. And I could tell when I'd shifted out of it. Yeah. So that kind of gave me a bit of an idea as to, like in my experiences with, with women, like I can now see and tell and I know what it feels like when I'm out of presence. Yeah. And usually she can tell as well. Usually she's like totally she's totally there with me. Or you know, she knows when I'm out of presence basically. And that that's that's I think that's one of the exercises that really helped. Yeah. Yeah. Just how powerful is it? Like just even you can talk about the camaraderie with the men in the room and like how everyone just like was had each other's backs and like there was not at times it wasn't a dry eye in the room it's like full grown men breaking down and like we're like i'm not trying to take men to blood sweat or tears it's just and seeing sometimes when i look at this I'm like wow how much did he push through his own comfort zone to get to that breakthrough for himself like it, it just you want to talk a bit about that mm. yeah like there were certain points where it was obvious that just all the defenses were gone you know, the, the the walls, the persona, the the ego, all the stuff that the way we always kind of show up. It's like on that retreat, with, with every day that passed, it's like we dropped deeper and deeper and all the illusions fell away. And I was very impressed at how just emotionally raw everyone was, mm. which kind of suggests to me just how much men need this. Um, but also, it was just so, again, it was so therapeutic. It's like at one point I was crying my eyes out. Meanwhile, three other guys were crying their eyes out about certain things, about an exercise. Like it was, it kind of also showed me what it's like to be like a lover. Yeah. Not just not just to be like the best she's ever had, so she can be like, oh my god, you're better than the guys that have the ego. 
gratification of that but like yeah to actually what it feels like to actually be like drop into your heart space and actually be a little because like you were doing the chaos walk as a demonstration with isabel and then one of the other men started crying like crying his eyes out saying just the way you looked at her and that and that leveled him mm. that like brought his defenses down and that brought my defenses down because it was also true it was like fuck and it made me kind of think like what are we all doing this for it's like to love right to love and be loved to feel the intimacy of each other um and so it's like you got to market it you got to package it it's like be the best you have had blah, 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 square blah, blah. but like deep down it's like we're here to be loved and then in that moment we all saw that yeah and it was just so yeah we were just we were all just vulnerable as fuck exposed by just in in pieces it was it was so profound and beautiful and it was so crazy man because in the build-up to running this retreat i put out some stuff on facebook getting models and whatnot and the amount of misconceptions that people would have about what this would be yeah <laughs> and oh. then it's like look if, if you guys could see this room like if all of the people on facebook and stuff that was just shitting all over this retreat saying oh what the fuck is this bunch of weird guys are like being creepy or teaching how to take advantage of women or whatever it's like listen if you could be in the room you, you wouldn't say shit like that you'd know what it's like what, it, what it's all about yeah. so i completely agree so, yeah. and, and it's so it was so beautiful even you had a moment as well when we're doing one of the meditations uh and i just to back it up 100 it's great to learn all the techniques being the um to be the best in the bedroom because that's the name of my book that I wrote, but it's like, that was the journey I was on because I was so shit in bed. I'm like, I want to learn how to be great. So then I got to a point, like how many more times can a woman say that I'm the best or great in bed? I'm like, it didn't feel fulfilling. And then I got to a point, I'm like, there has to be more. And then it's like, now it's like, let's step into that powerful masculine leader inside and outside the bedroom and do that deep work about how you can be as that masculine leader. How can you be dominant in the bedroom? How can you be so loving and deeply caring? How can like have fulfilling deep connections show up as that man that, <clears throat> that you're fucking proud of when you look in the mirror and then when you're with a woman truly leaving her better and um, wetter. And we talk about this journey of like the boyhood to manhood. I know there's like so many fucking other people talking about this but i'm like i really believe this is the de the depth of right or passage with sexuality that there's so much out there like tantra um, different tantra retreats and there's some good ones and like there's all these bdsm like events that are, like too far out there for just like but just a guy who just wants to go deep into the masculine the man he is and i just see sql as like that middle ground of like here is a place come get some relatable concise sexuality advice yeah we'll do some weird shit you'll keep your clothes on though and you'll come in and you're going to learn about like the depth of your softness how to be silly in the bedroom and also how to unleash that savagery for real yeah yeah what what would you say moving forward is there anything else you want to say about the retreat before we just like i want to have a check-in about how you how you are now like a year later and what your connections with you with women being like and also just with yourself and how you've showed up yeah so a few things really um it's helped me in my career because i've obviously the work i do uh the whole savage softness uh and also the silly too Although that's less a part of that resonates with me a bit less, but the, the whole softness and savage, yeah, it's like a yin yang. It kind of works for me. I've been diving into that topic with clients and stuff, and it's really helped me. It's helped me be more powerful in that way. Uh, since the retreat, 
I've um, yeah, I've lost a load of weight as well. The weight loss program. <laughs> the weight loss program as well, apparently. Um, but yeah, I don't know what it was, man. But like around that time, I was actually kind of mildly depressed. I couldn't quite figure out why it was. Um, leading up to the retreat, uh, I was mildly depressed. And yeah, I was just, I wasn't taking care of my body. I wasn't look after, looking after myself. So I don't know. I'm still trying to piece together what the retreat did, but it kind of, it's almost like it, it, I was doing sort of a slow trajectory downwards and the retreat kind of just went boom. And then slowly from that point started spiraling upwards. So I've lost about, what, it was like seven kilos now. Almost lost, almost lost a stone, like 14 pounds. Oh. Pure fat. So that's cool. Um, but when it comes to my connection with women, it's just way more authentic. Yeah. Like way more authentic. Yeah. Way more present as well. Do you feel that from the exercise we did? Like, or what is it in particular? Yeah, like, because I don't want to put words in your mouth, bro. Yeah, so it's hard. Uh, I'm struggling to connect it to a single exercise as opposed to the entire experience. Oh, just like more just like how, how is how is it with women now when you're in the bedroom with them? Like, just the depth, of connection, or what is it? The feeling more that from your her responses or the way that you feel when you're intimate. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, the responses have been pretty, pretty nuts. Um, a woman recently, um, she met, so we, we basically had a couple of dates. We ended up hooking up and she, like, I learned on a date after that, she was like, yeah, so I was seeing a couple of other guys, uh, but I, I'm not anymore. And I was like, why? <laughs> you know what's coming? I was like, why? Because that's no problem. Like I, we were kind of openly like open thing, but she she was like because I don't really see the near the need. I'm like, I don't. I was like, I don't really fully. I, I genuinely didn't know what she meant. I was like, what do you mean? She was like, um, Oliver, it's just a little bit pointless after being with you. It's a bit. Yeah. It's a little bit pointless being with these other guys. Like I don't see the reason for it. It's like she goes, I'm not trying to get in a relationship with the guys, and I don't really have the experience that I have with you. Yeah. And I'm like. Oh. <laughs> it's quite nice. Do you feel like you feel like you can let more in, let go let go more in the bedroom as well, personally? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's not just about her reactions, but it's like I feel like her less of a performance. Yeah. You know, it's like sex as performance. Yeah. Because at one point, oh man, it was like I think that's kind of why I started watching this content to begin with. It's like, oh, I need to make her come loads because that's what my, my worth is tied to. Mm. If I don't make her come loads, then there's something wrong with me. Yeah. She's, she's going to react this way. So it wasn't me being present and enjoying myself so much. It was more about how do I make her enjoy her, enjoy herself so that gives me permission to like myself. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Whereas now it's like a lot less needy and a lot less um, attached to the, to the sexual outcome and a lot less like we need to, this needs to go a certain way. More just like a fun, playful kind of exploration. Um, Dude, that's amazing. Means, yeah. Like my confidence with women has improved because of it. As I say, way less needy and more just like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't, you know? Yeah. That's, that's um, amazing. Which is really nice. Yeah, for sure. I remember we actually had that conversation. You go, yeah, it was more, and that's how I came to this. I tried to do it for her. 
And then I realized, I'm like, hang on a second. I want to learn like how to be really great for myself. And then it's actually going to be really great for her because I'm doing this for me. And then like, it's this give and take it's because if you're still doing this to give her all these orgasms, so you feel good about yourself or you're doing, giving her all these orgasms for validation, it, it just doesn't lead anywhere. And Ollie and I definitely connected a lot on that. And I got like one final question for you. What would you say to a guy watching this, sitting on the fence going, is this for me? Like, should I go to the retreat or should I stay in the same situation I'm in? Yeah, well, I would say categorically, definitely come to the retreat. Yeah. Um, men don't have, we don't have initiation rituals anymore, but we suffer for that. This was an initiation ritual, a rite of passage, really. Definitely come to it. Also, um, just just be ready. Because if you come to the retreat expecting it just to be like a, a chill-ass yoga retreat for a few days where you just rock up, do some yoga poses, eat some fucking strawberries or whatever, and then just go home feeling pampered, it's like, sorry, no. It's not gonna, <laughs> don't you're gonna come. Be disappointed. Just you, don't within come. The first, within, the, within the first day, you're going to regret it and you're going to be like, you're going to look for the exit. <laughs> so, if, but if you are wanting like a, a genuine point where you can change, you can, like a point, a springboard moment, like weekend or, or five days, sorry, where you can fucking change your life, definitely 100% come to it. Because yeah. like, I, I'm pretty damn certain none of the men that went on this like, the retreat that we went on, that we did, none of them are the same. All right. They're still in contact on the group. Some of them, like yeah. after a year later, like probably about over half of them still in contact, talking about their experiences and opening up and in contact. That's why it's like the men who you meet on this retreat. And if you are sitting this in on the fence, it's and this doesn't ring with you 100%, don't come because this will be the most challenging five days of your life. And I only want men who are 100% going, they listen to this going, fuck, I'm sick of the status quo. I've already had great sex in my life. I know what I'm doing. And maybe you're single or maybe you really want to please your wife, but you want to please yourself and be that fucking man that she respects. But most importantly, you respect yourself. And I will take you to the depths of fucking hell, but I'll take you back to heaven. But it's not going to be easy. And I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, I'm going to hold your hand and call you sweetheart because that's not how I roll. And it's just blood, sweat and tears. And it is a deep journey in more, more ways than one. Is there any way, is there anything else you want to end with, Ollie? The, I think that's it, man. I think I just want to say just, yeah, be ready. Be ready. Like soul check yourself. You know, are you genuinely ready to change? Yeah. Ollie, it's been an absolute if, pleasure. If, 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 oh. if you are, then, then, then do it. Yeah. 100%. Ollie, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, you're such a man of integrity, such a beautiful human being. And thank you for being there to help facilitate that event, to sh for showing up as a humble student, to putting yourself on the line consistently of service to those men. And then also seeing the transformation in yourself. And it's great to hear the before and after in your journey. And it's, I couldn't have it any other way. And I just want to say, yeah, thank you so much. It's my pleasure, Andrew. It was, it was um, life changing meeting you facilitating the retreat yeah man I, I owe you a lot so thank you yeah so welcome now if you've listened to this and this is tickled your senses and you're thinking maybe this is for you you can go watch the retreat video you'll actually see ollie in there there's like a four minute 
trailer, or you can just go fill out the application form. It's a strict application process, and then we can chat from there. Till next time again, Ollie, fucking love you, bro. And to you at home watching, I may or may not speak to you soon, but till next time.